Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Hellgate Swept Sentinel in the latest crosstown hoops matchups in the Garden City. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Hellgate girls basketball team remains undefeated and tightened their grip on the number two ranking in Class AA by breezing past the Spartans 54-26 on Thursday night. The Knights exploded to a 26-6 halftime lead and cruised from there, moving to 6-0 with the win. Alex Coville scored 13 points, Bailey Sayre added 12, and Lauren Dick chipped in 11 for the Knights. Hellgate, last season's AA runner-up, has won its games this season by an average of nearly 29 points. The Hellgate and Sentinel Girls rematch on February 11th at Dahlberg Arena in Missoula. In the boys game, Asher Top scored 20 points and Dre Bowie added 13 to help the Hellgate boys do a 66-54 win over number 5 Sentinel. The Knights used a 26-10 second quarter advantage to widen the gap against the Spartans who were led by Caden Sheridan's 13 points. Earlier this week, Sentinel swept Big Sky and Boys and Girls hoops in the first crosstown games for 2022. And finally, the Big Sky Conference basketball games between Montana and Montana State's men's basketball teams scheduled against Southern Utah for Thursday and Saturday, respectively, were postponed due to COVID-19 issues in the SUU program. The Lady Grizz game scheduled Thursday at SUU was also postponed. And on Thursday evening, the final game of the weekend involving a Montana school was put on hold as MSU's women's game at SUU was paused. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
your third NFL playoff game of the weekend. The first game on Sunday kicks off at 11 a.m. Our guy, Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Missoula, his Eagles, his Philadelphia Eagles, half regime hates that. It's their biggest point of contention. Plays at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, as we have all new autos now so far today, we're playing you back in with songs by artists from the regions of the hosting team. So, in other words, Tampa Bay is in Florida. So, we're listening to some Flo Rida here on a Friday. This is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. My main man, Rajim Seabrook, back in the saddle, what kicking up? it with me here from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevenson Mount, or you can visit online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Time now for a little all football of time. Presented proudly by Sportsbet Montana. These sports bet machines, man, I'm telling you, they're fun. It's really fun to just learn the odds and learn how all the teases work. It's a fun exercise in, in math and numbers. It also just keeps you involved in the games. And, uh, you know, maybe you're watching the game with a buddy and you don't really have a dog in the fight. You don't really care. Go throw a couple bucks on it. I bet you start caring. There's sports bet Montana kiosks all across the state of Montana. All your favorite establishments and watering holes. You can also visit the Sports Bet Montana website, and they'll give you a list of where all the kiosks are at. So uh, Sports Bet Montana probably presenting all football all the time for the duration of football season here on Nuanas Now. Reggie, before we get into the rest of these playoff matchups, I want to ask you, both sides of the coin. First, disappointments. To you, who are the biggest disappointments in the NFL this year? Uh, the Giants, first and foremost. Well, yeah. You've got to start where it hits hardest. Did anybody outside the fan base think they were going to be good, though? I think, yeah. I think people really? look on paper, they should have been better than what they were. Yeah. Um, and, and, and... They were 4-13 and 13 this year. What, 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 what would have been a satisfactory record? They should have won three more games, at least. Three to four more games, at least. But they didn't. And it is what it is. But, yeah, that would be my one biggest disappointment. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, big disappointment. Uh, on paper, again, they, they've got the horses to lead them to victory, but COVID and injuries um, at major, major spots hurt them. Yep. Um, there were, there were so many. So, so I, I did this on the show solo earlier. So, actually, I'm glad you brought up those two teams because those two teams were disappointing. And neither one was on my list of my top five. Oh, that's good. So, that's so I'll, good. I'll give you a couple of my most disappointing okay. teams. The Baltimore Ravens. That was that was my next one. And to I, lose six straight is very non uncharacteristic. Bra- it's very uncharacteristic. I mean, that was very just, much so. Part of it was Lamar Jackson both being injured and his COVID uh, saga. But still, it was it was crazy to see them lose six in a row down the stretch. Yeah, go ahead. Who was your other one? I want to see. If I also had the Minnesota Vikings because I think if you have Dal- if you have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Absolutely. Adam Thielen, you should be a playoff team. Feel the same way about the Saints. The Saints are pretty right there. Yeah, they they had so much drama at quarterback though, so you can at least pinpoint more like what their issue at was Fair was volatility. Fair enough. Uh, the other three I had were the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, because I just think if you have that guy playing quarterback, if you got Justin Herbert playing quarterback, that like, he should be in the playoffs. Playoffs period. every year. Period. I mean, he's Agreed. just he's so good that he. Uh, it's actually we're good sh- on that. It's a shame that he's not in the playoffs because I wanted to watch him more. I think he is one of the rising talents uh, in the National Football League. 
Uh, my number two most disappointing team of the year mm-hmm. was the Cleveland Browns. Dude, come on. A lot of people had Cleveland not only winning the division, but also, you know, one of the top teams in the league. Yep. And they were not. They finished at eight and nine. Um from the Odell Beckham drama to oh gosh, uh, the Baker Mayfield volatility, both as a player and because of his injury uh, propensity. When you got all the dudes like they got, you got you just got to be better than what they were. That's called too many divas. The, too many divas. Way for sure. too many divas. What do, you think on of, one team? what do you think of this dynamic too, though? Because I do think that the the Browns are struggling to get over the top because they had no expectations forever. And then when this group first started to rise, like when Miles Garrett started coming of age and Baker Mayfield started at least sort Playing. of sort of emerging, yeah. And when Hugh Jackson got fired after losing whatever thirty straight games or something crazy, and then they won like five or six games down the stretch that year, that's so far exceeding expectations. But now they've just been stuck at a five hundred for the last couple of years. They made the playoffs two years ago, but. I just think that the biggest thing standing in their way is they have no idea how to handle these expectations. They know they're supposed to be good, and that's part of the reason why they're not. Part of it is they lack identity. They For want sure. to they want to retain an identity from the from the Bernie Kosar era, and there's just there's you it's know interesting, the, yeah. There's just there's there's been no change in the culture of 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 mind state in Cleveland, and uh, and until they have again a leader down there and some sort of identity from one of their players. Cleveland's always going to be mediocre at best. When I when you look at that roster of the n- amount of number one draft picks and they like they were big ballers, yeah, you know, like you got you guys should be tearing up the league for sure. Like, and, hands and, and down. There also is a situation too, though, like when you do stack pile draft picks like that, mm-hmm. where you got to win now because when Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and Jadavion Clowney and Nick Chubb and all these dudes are up for new contracts. You're not going to be able to pay them all. Yeah. So you got to win true, now. Like true, their window is, is is shrinking for sure. My number one most overall most disappointing team though, and I know why they fell apart. And I know why they fell apart because they were the first team in NFL history to do an in season hard knocks. But the Indianapolis Colts were my <laughs> number Colts, one most disappointing absolutely. team. Part of why I think that they were so disappointing is because I did watch all nine episodes of this hard knocks. So I got to see how good they are. Also, though, that's why I say I know why it fell apart for them. When you watch the actual Hard Knocks, the way it goes in and out, because Indianapolis is such a central hub as a city, mm-hmm. they've had some of the worst COVID issues of anybody in the country. Indianapolis Colts then have had rampant COVID. Their entire offensive line was out with COVID. There was a game in which they dressed, or they played all their dressed offensive linemen. If a guy would have went down, they wouldn't have had another guy. The only five guys that were dressed the only five it. guys they had. And so that's not a great situation. They also had an uh, incredible tragedy. Carson yeah, Wentz, Ryan, Carson Wentz, Ryan Kelly, and another one of their offensive linemen, all three of their wives were pregnant. And then Ryan Kelly, the center, he lost his baby. Yeah. And he had to take a leave of absence. That also was a huge hit to them. All of that said, though, when you lead the NFL in Pro Bowl selections and you got everything from the best offensive line in football to one of the most dominant running backs in the league, Jonathan Taylor, to an awesome receiving core with guys like Michael Pittman and T.Y. Hilton, to then a defense with two of the biggest interior stars Ooh. there are in the in the league in DeForest Buckner and Studly. Darius Leonard, you got to be in the playoffs. You have to. I mean, they have a Super Bowl-level roster, and they're not in the playoffs. So it, despite all of that adversity, I thought they are very disappointed. But you're right. This the, the one thing that's so striking to me, our brother was talking about this. We are in... The Seattle media market more than any. We're not quite in the actual Seattle media market, but close enough. It's the it's the biggest media market close to us, 
right? Like, gotcha, more, gotcha, more of gotcha, the Seattle gotcha. stuff matriculates here than even Denver or Salt Lake City. Like, you get you have more of a pulse of what's going on in, in Washington in general, basically, because of the Seattle news cycle. Mm-hmm. Also, though, we also get Seattle Seahawks games on TV more often than almost any other game just because of where we're at. Right. It's our regional. It's our region. We're regional. The Seahawks, even though I've never liked the Seahawks much, they've always been consistently good. They, they've been a 10 or 11 win playoff team every year of the every Pete year. Carroll era until this year. Like my brother was saying, though, it's going to be brutal for people that just watch football in Montana that aren't like red zone or Sunday ticket people. They just watch the games on network, which even though I'm a huge NFL fan, I do. I just watch the games that are on network TV. I, that's great. I'll watch the game of the week. Fine with me. But when it's Seattle and they suck, that's going to really suck for all of us out here because they were not good this year, and it was it was brutal to watch. It was brutal just how much we had to absorb all of it. Yeah, you get Seattle, you get Denver. That's I right. mean, because that, that, those are the regional teams. Yeah, interesting year for Seattle, definitely. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. I'm hoping my man Russ ends up in a Giants jersey. I will take you it. Think so? Is that in the cards? Buddy, I don't know. I think, I think I think he's going to Vegas. You think he's going to Vegas? I think either Russ or Baker Mayfield may end up in a Giants oh, jersey. Would you like Baker Mayfield? You know, personality-wise, he fits New York a bit more. He does. Um, is he actually even good, though, is my question. I don't know. I don't think he like, is. How do you... You have Kareem, Nick Chubb, He's kind of... Joku. He kind of like, good, man. I know. And they, like, they gave him the pieces around. I'm not sure, brother. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, mm, I don't know. Okay, so before we move into some of these playoff games... Biggest surprises. Let's talk about the biggest surprises. Uh, I have mine in front of me, but I'll let you go first. Who, who's Tom Brady? Like, is my number one. I mean, just his numbers and what he is doing at his age. Like, he just constantly defies logic yeah, I mean, and Brady's at this point, physics. Um, and they had no Super Bowl hangover either. None. Which is crazy. I mean, none. You, usually the, the the reigning Super Bowl champ has has a dip or somebody figures something. I mean, even the Chiefs went through it for the first time this year. Yeah. They've been to multiple Super Bowls in a row. They had a little dip this year. They got to figure back out. But Tampa Bay had the same best record in the NFL. I know, man. Philadelphia making the playoffs. No disrespect to Andrew. Like, 100%. I just, I just didn't think that. They were on, my number two surprise. Yeah, number t- on paper, I'm just like, how does this even happen? Um, number three was how bad Jarrett Goff was. Like outside, like I, I was just, I was shocked. And granted, Detroit, where careers go to die. Uh, it was just, it was, it was it's like my brother always says, though, who's he got to throw to? I know. I mean, we can't man. even na- like we're both big time NFL fans. I cannot name a receiver on the Detroit. Lions. Oh, what's the rookie? Amon St. Brown or something <laughs> like that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I have nothing. I I, yeah. I I decided to treat myself nicely on Sundays this year and not watch the Lions if they're ever on TV. Yeah, man. So that was that was uh, that was a big surprise to not see him. Um, do, uh, that was a big surprise. Surprise not being able to see Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson. Uh, I, I think the injury bug caught up with him, but I also think a few years of film caught up with him too. People learning how to play him differently. Yeah. Uh, forcing him to not rely on his legs as much and making him uh, uh, have to win the game from the pocket. So that was a surprise. And then um, my other surprise was how good Matt Jones was at For times. sure. Uh, that was my number five team was the New England Patriots. <laughs> That's why we work well together. Yeah, Give me yeah. some. I oh, love yeah. you. Let's I go. Mean, it, it was a huge gamble for, for New England to, totally. to roll the dice like totally. that. And it, it they went through some growing pains early. And and they're rolling along pretty good, man. Like He's good. The Patriots got a road game this week. I actually was surprised by this. You'll like this as a native New Yorker. Kick it. This is the first time the Patriots and the Bills have ever played in the playoffs. Isn't that kind of surprising? 
They're from the same division, so maybe yeah, it's not surprising it's at not, all, It's right? not surprising, but it's surprising at well, the I mean, same part, time. Part, like, of it, part of it, though, is also because New England was never relevant in the 70s, 80s, or in early 90s. And then... No, in the early 90s, they were pretty relevant. Well, like, when, when Jim Kelly was there. No no question. Um, well, no, I'm saying the Patriots. The Patriots, oh, the Patriots, the yeah, Patriots irrelevant. were sort of totally, irrelevant totally, in the totally, 70s, totally. 80s, and early 90s. And then the Bills were really good in the 80s and 90s. Yep. And then the Bills didn't make the playoffs for 20 years in a row. And right. then the rise of the Patriots happened. Right, right, right. Okay, I get what you're so saying. So I guess there is a that part may, makes it make a little bit more sense. But, um, but anyways, though, I think that the winner of that Patriots-Bills game... Is one of the favorites in the AFC. I really do. Oh, hands down. I'm I'm tipping my hat to the boys up in Buffalo. I'm hoping they win, man. I like Josh Allen. I, I love me some Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, he's fun to watch. For and sure. Stephon Diggs. I love Stephon Diggs, too. Wish he was the, with the Vikings still. Uh, my f- five biggest surprises were New England Patriots, number five, at the Dallas Cowboys at number Ugh. four, uh, only because Ugh. the – exactly, because the hype machine of the Dallas Cowboys is nauseating. Ad nauseum. I mean, the fact that it, it is so prolific is crazy. The fact that their owner, I mean, we watch more freaking press conferences of Jerry Jones than most of the head coaches in the league. He's Darth Sidious. He's like the <laughs> evil, he's Palpatine of the NFL. And uh, all that's to say, though, usually that pressure makes the Cowboys crumble. Yeah. And then they had hard knocks in the in the uh, offseason and Dak Prescott, not only with his ankle injury, but also his huge contract, but also the suicide of his brother. I mean, it was a huge year for him, and he came through. I mean, he's a bona fide MVP candidate, and they are a bona fide Super Bowl contender. So as much, I mean, I, I hate the Cowboys just as much as you, man, but it, they always get crushed by the weight of their own expectations, and this year they didn't. That's why they're one of my biggest surprises. My third was the Las Vegas Raiders. Again, I don't want to glorify or romanticize the adversity that they overcame because it was all self-inflicted and none of it was good. I mean, Henry Ruggs, well, oh, good, buddy. I mean, just so dumb. It's, buddy. It's beyond dumb. It's it's horrific and tragic to kill an innocent person just because you want to drive him down the street 150 miles per hour. But also, the whole John Gruden thing was disgusting. And yeah. so, you know, it, it's not like this feel-good story that the Raiders overcame all that adversity, but they are a huge surprise to be in the playoffs because all that stuff happens, you think, well, did, and, and then you're in Vegas. Ship it up the creek, you know, but they, they they made it happen, and they won a huge game last Sunday to punch a playoff ticket. Yeah, they're the Cinderella story of the league right now, um, especially given the polarity of things uh, that you can look at for their team. And that's just the stuff that was publicized. Right. So if that's the stuff that was publicized, you can magnify that by 10 for what how it was in-house. No question. Then my number one biggest surprise of the year was the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that, oh, no uh, doubt. You know... I think that people expect them to be improved. I don't think anybody thought they were going to win that division. And in the fashion they did. I mean, everybody was in in the mix to win that division except the Bengals. Everybody thought it was going to be Ravens, Browns, Steelers, not Bengals. And it was Bengals that win the division. But they also destroyed the Ravens twice on the way to that division title. They destroyed the Browns once. So uh, even though they, they finished with just the 11, well, I shouldn't say just, but 11 victories, it's not crazy. They're not a 13 or 14 win team. But the wins that they did have... Man, they're dangerous. Look out. In the playoffs, they're going to be something to be reckoned with for sure. They are so fun to watch. They are fun. Like, that's what, like, Super Tech Mobile and NFL Street looks like. If that was a hybrid, it's this offense. And they, I don't know. They make football on a professional level fun to watch, even if you're not a Bengal fan. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio.
Rajim Seabrook in studio with me. More NFL talk coming up a little bit later, especially in terms of breaking down the actual playoff games. But a couple notes just in terms of individual leaders now that the regular season is closed. That's the other thing that's fun, where it's all football all the time, presented by Sportsbet Montana. And that's the fun part of those, those Sportsbet kiosks by Sportsbet Montana as well. You can bet before the season various player props. So this is my favorite one. I put five bucks on Cooper Cup to lead the league in receiving yards and uh, catches just because I know him, and I, I knew he's a good player. I did not expect – no no one, no one <laughs> expected anyone, let alone a guy from Eastern Washington, to catch uh, 141 balls for – Ridiculous. I mean, he caught 145 passes for 1,947 yards and 16 touchdowns. I mean, that's like one of the five greatest seasons in the history of the league. Well, finish your thought and finish your, your yeah. story, but so, I got so a question I put, I put five bucks on, on that, and I think I got it at like 40 to 1 odds, you know, so I'm going to win like a couple hundred bucks on that bet, which is super cool. But all of that is to say, you can't put fun prop bets on before, so go do that at Sportsbet Montana. You can get it done for any and every sport. Very fun. Uh, gives you something to look forward to, something to monitor. But a couple uh, notes just in terms of league leaders. Tom Brady did lead the NFL in passing. 5,316 yards. Woo. Justin Herbert, the only other guy to throw for more than 5,000. Um, rushing leader by a just ridiculous margin, almost 600 yards. Jonathan Taylor wins the rushing season. title. 1,811 yards for the Colts' second-year running back. Nick Chubb comes in at second with 1,259. Joe Mixon, 1,205. And Najee Harris for the Pittsburgh Steelers in even 1,200. Of course, Cup, 1,947 yards, a full 300 and something more than Justin Jefferson uh, for the receiving yards. And uh, your defensive leader is probably the most impactful statistic of this season. Defensively, T.J. Watt ties the one and only Michael Strahan, single-season record for sacks in a season 22 22 and a half, half, baby, 22.5. So there you go. There's some of your uh, NFL leaders. Take a step outside of football. One more student of the week for you. Sophie Thatcher, young lady from Butte Central High School, will join us next, and we'll take you home getting you all set up. Thoughts and analysis on all six NFL playoff games. Keep it right here. It's ESPN ESPN Radio. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Hellgate Swept Sentinel in the latest crosstown hoops matchups in the Garden City. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Hellgate girls basketball team remains undefeated and tightened their grip on the number two ranking in Class AA by breezing past the Spartans 54-26 on Thursday night. The Knights exploded to a 26-6 halftime lead and cruised from there, moving to 6-0 with the win. Alex Coville scored 13 points, Bailey Sayre added 12, and Lauren Dick chipped in 11 for the Knights. Hellgate, last season's AA runner-up, has won its games this season by an average of nearly 29 points. The Hellgate and Sentinel Girls rematch on February 11th at Dahlberg Arena in Missoula. In the boys game, Asher Top scored 20 points and Dre Bowie added 13 to help the Hellgate boys do a 66-54 win over number 5 Sentinel. The Knights used a 26-10 second quarter advantage to widen the gap against the Spartans who were led by Caden Sheridan's 13 points. Earlier this week, Sentinel swept Big Sky and Boys and Girls hoops in the first crosstown games for 2022. And finally, the Big Sky Conference basketball games between Montana and Montana State's men's basketball teams scheduled against Southern Utah for Thursday and Saturday, respectively, were postponed due to COVID-19 issues in the SUU program. The Lady Grizz game scheduled Thursday at SUU was also postponed. And on Thursday evening, the final game of the weekend involving a Montana school was put on hold as MSU's women's game at SUU was paused. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. 
tricks on you. Here's the game. The game is the teams that are hosting NFL playoff games, including the Dallas Cowboys, who host the San Francisco 49ers, 2.30 p.m. on Sunday. game can be found on CBS, by the way. We then choose an artist, a hip-hop artist, with association from that place. So the Dallas Cowboys hosting San Francisco. So we're playing you some ghetto boys on the way back here on a Friday. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can always check out that inventory by visiting them online, nwmsrocks.com. More NFL to come, but first, well, time now for the continuation of one of our favorite series here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's our mattress firm student of the week, and we profile high school athletes from across the state of Montana each week in association with both SWX Television as well as uh, ABC Fox Montana. You can always find the television versions of these stories, montanarightnow.com, and you can always nominate athletes at mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. Our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, this is actually dating back to the uh, week of Christmas, the second to last week of December, Sophie Thatcher. She's a senior at Butte Central High School. Sophie, thank you so much for being with us. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. We'll start with the here and now because I know you're a three-sport athlete playing volleyball uh, as well as basketball and softball, but it's basketball season. And I know yesterday uh, when I was texting you to set up this interview, you you mentioned you had a game last night. So how did it go? What what, uh, what happened with Butte Central last night? Um, so we played in Anaconda, and we ended up losing. We were tied 32-32 going into the fourth quarter, but we just had no legs, and Anaconda's a pretty good team. And so much much credit to them. They played really well. They hit their shots and just couldn't say the same for us. I Going back to when I was in high school, Anaconda was always an incredibly tough place to play. I'm sure it still is. And, I, and obviously when Butte Central shows up, big-time rivalry. So could you feel it in the gym last time? I mean, is it still a pretty tough place to play? Oh, yeah. Their student section, they were on you the whole time and will let you hear it if you messed up. It definitely was, was something else to play against. But it's always fun playing against because I have family over there. So it's always fun playing in front of them and just having everyone there. Well, you got to love it. I love the uh, the old school rivalries like that because Butte Central and Anaconda, that goes deep for sure. Sophie Thatcher joining us. She's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Overall, though, I mean, y- you've lived a life of basketball. I'm, I'm assuming you're related to most of the Thatchers that have played uh, hoops in the mining city. Is that correct? Yeah, for the most part basically required then right if you're a thatcher you got to play basketball if you if you're growing up in butte right yeah there's no getting out of it <laughs> you gotta love it well uh, when'd you first fall in love with things i know you've been playing your whole life so uh, i mean what what about basketball do you love and and uh you know when did you first kn- know that that was something that you really wanted to make a part of your life um yeah so i've been playing since third grade and just like I don't know. I've always just been around my friends, and it's always my some, something my family and I have bonded over. So it just it just makes me closer to all all my people around me. So it just 
that's why I love it. It's just such a, like a family atmosphere as well. And just being around everyone just makes it really fun. Well, that's awesome. Very cool. Uh, how about volleyball? I mean, uh, how'd you guys do in volleyball this year? And what was that season like for you? Um, we did all right. We didn't do as well as we hoped. We were hoping to make it out of districts and we ended up not making it out, but we, it was super fun. We, uh, took second in our conference, I believe second or third. And that's, that was big for us. Cause we came into it. We, we graduated seven seniors, I believe last year. And so it was just, everyone wasn't expecting anything from us. And then we came out and we proved everyone wrong. So that was the best part about it. Matches from student of the week. This is our 14th one. We have 17 total so far, each and every week in association with ABC Fox Montana. We here at ESPN Radio highlight students from across the great state of Montana. And you don't have to be an athlete necessarily, but you do have to be a good student first and foremost, and then involved in your community in some way, uh, secondly. And so anybody that's involved in activities and gives back to their community, certainly go nominate that great high school student. You can find nomination forms at mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. And right now we're being joined by Sophie Thatcher. She's a senior at Butte Central High School. And Sophie, I know you're involved in your community quite a bit as well. So just tell people some of the stuff you've done to give back. I know that you've been involved in food drives around uh, the Thanksgiving time. And, and also you've helped plan a lot of events at your high school as well. So um, what sort of things have you, have you done outside of the world of sports? Um, yeah, so we obviously put on our clothing drive and food drive at the school, and that was just everyone brought in either some some food or some clothes, and we just donated it. And then last year when we played Anaconda, or maybe two years ago, we Gabby Stetzner's was recently diagnosed with cancer, and so we did a fundraiser for her, and then all the proceeds went to her. And then this year for volleyball, we did a fundraiser for Abby Ricketts, who graduated from Butte High last year and she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so we did a pink out game and all the proceeds that we made went straight to her. Well, very cool. Very awesome that you're so engaged in giving back and uh, always great to give back to great communities across the state of Montana. Sophie Thatcher, Butte Central senior, joining us here on Nuanas now. What's next? When's your guys' next game for Butte Central? And uh, what's sort of on the horizon for the rest of basketball season? Um, so we play this weekend in Stevensville. And then next week, we got a big week against, they're both doubleheaders against Dylan and Hamilton. And Dylan is away, and Dylan and Hamilton is home. So those Very are cool, bunch of awesome Class A action coming at you, which will be very sweet. So best of luck with all of it, Sophie. And uh, thanks so much for making some time. I know you're very busy uh, with all the sports and activities you're involved in, but thanks so much for being here with us on ESPN Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Sophie Thatcher. Butte's finest, Butte Central, high school senior. You want to nominate a student, a high school student? Head on over to mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. That's mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. We have 17 student of the week's picks so far. We have heard from 13 of them here on Nuanas Now. Next week, We'll hear from Darby Hannon, who's a senior at Bozeman High School, as well as Forrest Suaro, who is a senior at Helena High. Both of those uh, folks talked to them earlier today. We'll play those interviews for you next week. And uh, also expecting to hear from Lauren Dick as well, Missoula Hellgate girls basketball player, who is our current 
student of the week. So playing some catch-up, but always love highlighting some of the best students and some of the best uh, young people around the state of Montana. Nuanas now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Hope you have an outstanding Friday. I'm going to have a great time hanging out with my main man, Rajim Seabrook, who will be back with us here in just a minute. We will go through each and every of the playoff football games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. They got a full dose. You're going to get your fix this weekend. Who are the favorites? Any underdogs that could pull the upset? How do we see all this stuff playing out? More NFL talk to finish out the week. Keep it right here. See you, Spin Radio. ESPN Radio Missoula. People would probably argue like John Fogarty, center field, as the greatest baseball song of all time. But this right here, I think, is the greatest baseball song of all time. I mean, the pride of the St. Louis Cardinals. You coming from the guy from St. Louis? I, I got it. It's I'm a, a very creative song. I'm going to swing back to the Northeast, and I need my man Andrew Houghton. Crooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, that's good too, for sure. No. Feels so good to be a Crooklyn Dodger. <laughs> what happened to rerun and Roger? Come on now. You gotta love it. Nuanas now, you spin radio, SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having an awesome day. Hope you had a great week. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. Uh here's the the remedy, here's the method, here's the uh the way we've been doing this. We've been taking rap artists, hip hop artists. From the area of where each NFL playoff game is being hosted and then playing you some tunes from said region. So, the Kansas City Chiefs, that's your your fifth game that we've gone over here so far today. They are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday Night Football, NBC. And, uh, of course, Kansas City's in Missouri, so St. Louis. And uh, so we're playing a little Nelly for you. St. Louis finest. Hope you're enjoying our, our fun times. We always like to, you know, theme it up for you here especially when it comes to Hip-Hop Fridays with the main man, Rajim. Again, here's another look at the playoff games for this weekend. Playoffs begin. Las Vegas Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. That one's on NBC. The Patriots play at the Bills, 6.15 on Saturday night. That one's on CBS. The Eagles play at the Bucks at 11 a.m. on Sunday. That one's on Fox. The 49ers play at the Cowboys. That's 2.30 p.m. That one's on CBS. And the Steelers play at the Chiefs. That one's 6.15 p.m. NBC, Sunday Night Football. And then they did us right. I guess all Monday Night Playoff action. The first time ever. Is that really? In the history of the NFL. I was thinking it must be because I haven't ever remembered that happening. It's got to be. So that's fun. Let's do it. It's also a divisional rivalry game because it's the uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams. So Monday Night Football, 6.15 Right here, ESPN. So I don't know if you remember this. Back in the summer, though, on uh, July 1st, I proclaimed that if I was a betting man, that my money would be going on the Los Angeles Rams to win the NFC. You wrote it on a little piece of paper, put it up there in the frame, so you could call, oh. me, so you could call, <laughs> so you could call me out about it. And uh, I don't know, man. Oh. It's looking better and better. 
I don't think the Rams are a definitive. I love that. I don't I think the Rams that. are a definitive favorite, but I do think they are one of the contenders in the NFC. So uh, let's break this thing down. Let's just go game by game. First of all, the Raiders, their win last week over the Chargers, not only did it clinch a playoff spot, it also helped them dodge the Chiefs. That's a good thing. Huge because bullet the, missed. It's a good thing because the Chiefs got, or the, excuse me, the Raiders got ramshackled by the Chiefs this year. They lost by a total of six touchdowns when the two teams played. So they probably would have been 12, 14-point dogs going on the road. Instead, now they're, uh, I think, a five-point favorite. Last time I looked, Alex, you get the lines up here while we discuss this. But what do you think of this matchup? Because the, the Raiders, you know, I really think Derek Carr's turned the corner this year. I think he's overcome a lot given all the volatility that occurred on their coaching staff. They have some weapons, and those guys they totally those do. guys were hurt, and they're back to healthy. Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller back at least closer to full health. That said, when the Bengals are at their best, they're one of the best teams in the league. Well, it's like I said in uh, one of the last two segments. To me, the Raiders are the Cinderella story of the playoffs right now. And from the AFC, even though there are teams that are, you know, the Chiefs are better, the Bengals are better. Right now, that's the team I don't want to play. Like, they, sure. they, to me, they have the least amount to lose and the most amount to gain. And to me, that's the, that's the dog. When I, look at, when I look into the kennel, that's the dog I don't want to have come out. No question about it. That's the first game. That's at 2.30 on Saturday. Then we got the, the AFC East show. Now, there's a couple different uh, divisional games, basically, uh, in this first round, including... Uh, the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills, as well as the, that Monday night game between the Arizona Cardinals and uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, but Patriots-Bills is, is an interesting one because I, I want to believe, and at times have, have had it reinforced, that the Bills are absolutely an AFC, an AFC title contender and a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they also leave something to be desired, though, too. It's so perplexing to me that they can't run the ball. They don't even try to really run the ball. That's fine because Josh Allen's so talented, and it's also fine when you play half your games not in Buffalo, New York. But when you get to the playoffs and you have the record they had, they're going to have to be able to run the ball because they're, they're the going to sit in Buffalo. I mean, it's just going to be so ironic if the elements crush them, even though they got a couple home games coming up here. It's crazy how well they don't run the ball, but how well Josh Allen runs the ball when needed. It's this really weird paradox for a team and 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 when you look at the components of the especially the passing game and the RPO stuff a running back they should have a thousand yard rusher for sure they should totally have a thousand yard rusher yet they don't and uh we'll see I like that defense though that defense is salty and one of the best color rush uniforms in the NFL no question about hands it. down uh, the, the Bills' defense is nice. They've had some outstanding performances oh boy. so far this year. They were among the best defenses uh, in the league. Won me a fantasy championship. Yep, for sure. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see uh, how that one plays Who out. Who do you have in it? I, I got the Bills. Oh, uh, me too. Hands I, I, I do think that... Uh, I do think that the... Um, the Patriots are a dangerous team, though. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I'm trying to get over is just because of this, the history of it all, I know the Bills have been on the rise and they've been one of the hot teams in the league last couple years. But it's so hard to bet against Bill Belichick, right? It's hard to bet against Bill Belichick, but it's also hard to have a rookie in the playoffs. It would be interesting to see how he handles the spotlight, the level of competition, and everything that encompasses playing at that next level in the NFL. 
Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Rod Jim Seabrook riding with me here on a Friday. I'm Coulter Nuwana's. All right, Sunday's games. First, Eagles Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, it's unlikely that the uh, it's an unlikely scenario that the uh, Eagles are. I just got here. dagger shot at me. I said, Andrew, well, here, here, watch, here, watch your back. Watch your six. Here's here's the thing though. Is um, the, the the dominant story for Philly has been. Um, a, a largely unknown coach sort of revitalizing the franchise, but more importantly, Jalen Hurts proven to everybody that he is a legitimate NFL quarterback. Absolutely. The Eagles are much better on defense than people give them credit for. I mean, they're a top-ten defense. They're not top-five defense, but they're a top-ten defense. Uh, they're good. and They're pretty good. You know, Montana, former Montana State inside linebacker Alex Singleton, who's the starting inside linebacker for Philly, he's been good. Mm-hmm. They have good pieces on defense. That said, I just can't imagine that the Bucks aren't going to just be rolling. So, by the way, you wanted to mention something about Antonio Brown. I've never seen a scene like that, man. Like, you got some stuff going on if, you, if you're ending up half naked in the middle of a football stadium, man. Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. I tell <laughs> you, man, I, I at first I, I, I looked at this man and I just wanted to kind of rant on top of him. But then at the end of the day, I also look at him and I felt sorry for him to really think that everything in your world is always somebody else. Right. It's always the next person. Sure. It's always something, everyone, but it's never you. And at that point, man, I just feel sorry for him because that's, I hate to say, ladies and gentlemen, that's mental health at its Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Yeah, there yeah. it is. And, and for, after watching that... Those theatrics, for lack of a better term, it just made me realize I feel sorry for this guy. Like, he he, he just lives in a bubble where he thinks it's okay. And uh, if, if not for anything else, like, reach, get him some help and, and stop. Like, don't, don't do the gifts. Don't make memes about stuff like that because it adds, it, it gives breath to, to, to life that doesn't need to have happen. And uh, at the end of the day, I, I just, I really feel sorry for this guy um, because he, he's hurting on the inside. I saw the weirdest little mini video, like TikTok style video on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. It, it was Madonna, Floyd Mayweather, Kanye West, Julia Fox, and Antonio Brown. Big all, personalities. Like all, wow. laid up, all laid up on a couch. They're just hanging out. Floyd Mayweather and Antonio Brown are just sitting right next to each other. And, and, I just have so many questions. <laughs> Why? Who? Who's hosting? Who? Who invited everybody? Why are they all in the same place? I mean, that's pretty amazing to have Madonna and Kanye West sitting next to each other. But then, oh, by the way, Floyd Mayweather and Antonio Brown. Isn't that a weird video? Like, what is happening in this video? I don't even know what's happening. Uh, I want to see the after-party video. Right? I know with those personalities. That's a wild. And they're room. all just like melting into the couch and like hugging each other and snuggling. And it is a very strange 15 seconds on Twitter. Or is it is it CGI stuff, man? Because I just because <laughs> yeah, right, right there that many egos in the room and no one's been arrested or is dead. Like, are you kidding I me? Just, I want to know who. Who started the group text? Was Condi like, yo, I'm going to get Madonna and Antonio Brown together. <laughs> it's just so funny. I don't know, man. What is that? Like, that's like a narcissist parade <laughs> right <laughs> there. All my fellow famous narcissists, come hang exactly, out. Exactly, exactly. That's hilarious. It is hilarious. Uh, okay, so the other two games on Sunday, 
one, an age-old rivalry renewed, the 49ers Ooh, and yeah, Cowboys. Man. It's been a minute for the uh, the younger listeners out there. You might not remember, but Woo! it was 49ers-Cowboys for the NFC for Golden Silver. long before I was alive, all the way through the 80s into the 1990s. Man. I mean, it was 70s through the 90s. It was like the road to the NFC title. You had to go through either San Fran or Dallas, and likely one of the two, they were playing each other. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out because the Cowboys have been riding high, and they definitely deserve to have, Go Niners. to have a home game, but I think that the, if the Niners can figure it out, I mean, it, it all comes down to one factor for the Niners. Does, does Jimmy Garoppolo Quarterback play. implode or does he play adequately? Because if he plays adequately, they're so good across the board that they can beat anybody. If Jimmy G plays the way his looks are, they'll win. <laughs> Touche. Merci beaucoup. The night game uh, is probably actually the worst matchup. I actually can't believe they slotted this one at night. I thought they maybe should have flexed, I don't know, any of the games besides this one because the Steelers are more than a two-touchdown favorite going to Kansas City. Yeah. But you never know. This is likely Ben Roethlisberger's last hoorah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So he's not going to go out without swinging, at least a little bit. Well, what I like about it is the polarity of the of, uh, of it. You have one of the most prolific, sharp, up and coming quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes, and that you have one of the uh, most decorated veterans of the game going out and two time Super Bowl winner uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So um, the the young gun versus the old uh, savvy cagey veteran. I always I always like seeing that in the playoffs. And finally, for my uh, prediction to come true, it's going to take the Los Angeles Rams outlasting one of the most exciting teams in the NFL. That's the Arizona Cardinals. One of the best parts about Hard Knocks is listening to the position coaches <laughs> talk about like players and like giving them nicknames. The D-line coach for the Colts, who was in the most recent Hard Knocks, his name eludes me right now, but... He nicknamed Kyler Murray the Gingerbread Man because he kept Can't saying, catch me. That's what he says. He kept singing the song yeah. while they're watching film. He said, Run, run fast you can. Can't catch me on the Gingerbread Man. And Kyler Murray would go all over the field. The Roadrunner, man. We got to make that stick, man. The Gingerbread Man. So funny. But I mean, it all starts and ends with him. If, if, if Arizona's going to upset Los Angeles, it comes down to Kyler Murray, right? Oh, he's, he's, he's the man down there. Number seven is just magic. He's so fun to watch. And he's, he, to me, he's, He's Doug Flutie with more athleticism. He's just he's he's a bit undersized, but just plays well above his weight class, and it's just fun to watch. And I I'm 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 wanting the Cardinals to advance from that one. Oh, football! It's time presented by Sports Bet Montana. So is the Nuanas Now podcast. Makes you think of this awesome show today. All sorts of great talking points for you. Took you all the way around the wide world of sports. Some great thoughts, and uh, also. Uh, some great events happening on Monday for Martin Luther King Day that Rajin will be involved in. And uh, we also talked uh, some Student of the Weeks with both Macy Murphy from Huntley Project and Sophie Thatcher from Butte Central. Heard from Dr. Michael Wright, our Sports Medicine Journal, and took you all the way through NFL playoffs as well. As always, you can find everything on the New Honest Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications as well as Sportsbet Montana. We'll be back at it on Monday. Uh, I want to tease a Montana basketball hour. It's probably going to be pretty heavy uh, when it comes to high school hoops, though, because there's no college <laughs> hoops this weekend uh, when it comes to the Montana school. So Blank slate. We'll always find something. Don't you worry. We'll line up some guests for you and all that. But have a great weekend. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Enjoy yourself. Some NFL playoffs uh, throughout Saturday, Sunday, and into Monday. And we will meet you back here at 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. 
Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.